0: Hey, Burke and I are here to welcome you back to part two. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> all right i i don't mean to say that to those bruce springsteen fans that are out there bruce springsteen is back on tour this year i i know that burke is excited about that
1: you, you know my feelings i do i do he's a but, he's a brilliant songwriter brilliant lyricist i hate his voice anybody who takes his songs and does a cover takes them straight to number one which means he's a great writer i just can't stand his fucking voice that's just me well here's the thing my brother my brother's favorite artist
2: is bruce.
0: it's bruce is bruce and my brother is getting out of jail prison in time to see bruce springsteen with myself in oklahoma city oh nice that's cool so he gets out of prison he drives out to well, he goes out to las vegas he gets registered and he comes here to see bruce springsteen his favorite band
1: with me that that's that that's kind of cool I, I won't lie that's kind of cool
0: so you have to kind of like bruce a little bit now mm, sure whatever I, I i may even fly you down to go with us look at that look at the excitement on my face how about you? All right.
1: I, I wouldn't want to interrupt you and your brothers' reunion. That would just not be fair to you two. Yeah, I'm sure that's how it goes. <laughs> All right. So we were
0: in the mines of Moria.
1: We had just gotten out of the tomb of and and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Balin was the the dead body that held the book. Right. Who was the old smart one from The Hobbit.
0: Correct. 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 Yes. He, he was actually the um what do you call it? Scribe secretary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh uh for the group. And so that was the book that, that Gandalf was reading from. Just before the attack by the yep, trolls. Yep, yep, yep. So this attack by the trolls leads them through several different areas. I mean, it, and let's
1: let's just stop and talk about once stairway. again some no 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 just running through these amazing hallways and all done in CGI all done. Uh, Unbelievable. I mean, I what is uh, uh Samwise says, Oh, that's an eye opener or something like that. I mean, it's truly breathtaking scenery that they're running through, but when they're running through and all these these goblins start coming out of cracks in the ceilings, running down these pillars, it's creepy as fuck. I mean, it's great, but it's creepy as all hell and then these guys they're trying to run for the exit and they get completely surrounded by an army of a a couple thousand of these nasty trolls and whatever and they're just like they're in a circle going okay what the hell are we going to do now and then all of a sudden way in the background you see this light and light usually means good yeah not in this case all of a sudden they hear this low rumble, and they all turn around, and look at this light, and they all scatter like cockroaches. And you're like, Oh, that can't be good. Cause <laughs> <laughs> what the yeah. hell's coming
0: now? Um So what this was one of the things that we talked about a little bit earlier, the illustration the the animation of this of the of the Balak, Balak.
1: Bal, balrock balrock bal
0: the animation of the balrock did total justice to the illustrations that were made in the book
1: in the original book in the original
0: book it is okay. exactly what it looked like um i mean as far as you could
1: you yeah, yeah they probably took it a step further in the movie and everything but then and i'm sure they did it justice but yeah though that is that is a great great creature oh shit hang on hang on
2: now
1: what apparently he's yelling at a cat or a human we're not quite sure which that would be a cat oh okay fair enough i understand that concept
0: i I have one cat named Thomas who likes to pee in my stereo.
1: You should get a live wire in your stereo for him to pee on. That would probably cure him of that. Oh
0: shit. I'm I'm ready to kill them all. I just don't, <laughs> I don't fucking
1: want Yeah, them. well, no, you said you only have one. Hold on. Nine.
0: I'm not going to talk about that. We're we're not talking about we're not talking about the past. We're talking about J.R.R. Tolkien. Tolkien. I've got some trivia here for you.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: Sean Aston. Yes. What did he do to prepare for his role as Samwise Gamgee? Did he gain weight? 30 pounds. Oh really? <laughs> that was a guess. That's awesome. Vigo Mortensen. Now, if anyone doesn't know what a method actor is. Well, then, uh, Viggo, they're crazy. Vigo Mortensen is a method actor. What did he do through the entire filming
1: of all three movies? He probably slept outdoors.
0: Kept his sword with him at all times offset so that he could remain in character. He was questioned several times by police after reviewing (laughs) his training sessions with the sword and being spotted by members of the public.
1: Well, you'll Uh, have that.
0: Are you ready for the next trivia? Yes. Viggo Mortensen chipped a tooth while filming a fight sequence. What did he do?
1: Uh, he probably just ignored it and kept rolling. He asked
0: Peter Jackson to super glue it back on so he could finish the scene.
1: That, <laughs> that is, that's that's the least of his injuries.
0: That is dedication. Uh, instead, Peter Jackson, during lunch, took him to a dentist and had it patched. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, Liv Tyler accidentally stabbed herself in the right thigh oh. while filming the if you want him come and come claim and him claim sequence. him sequence the footage was featured in bloopers and outtakes of the movie oh all right so we are at we are at the battlerock the ball rock the ballrock uh this is a This is a period in the movie. This is a period in the books that if you weren't prepared for it, you were kind of dismayed at what happened. Yeah,
2: oh yeah.
0: Because Gandalf was like the biggest part. He he was the biggest part. That tied the Hobbit into the Lord of the Rings.
1: And he was the biggest part of this movie and the books so far tying them all together. Yes.
0: So when this fight between him and the Barak happens, it you just don't expect what happens to happen.
1: Yeah. Now Let's stop there real quick back sure. up two seconds sure there's there's a I love the bit with Gimli on the steps when the steps crumble away and they're gonna toss him and he goes nobody tosses a dwarf which then comes up later in the next film um and they grab him by the beard not that beard. uh and there's one great shot of an arrow shot from Legolas that they just follow the arrow and it goes right dead center into the forehead of one of the orcs up in a tower. Just a really tight cinematography and and everything like that. So anyway, please go on.
0: The gentleman who played Gimli. Oh, you probably can't hear me because I'm laying down. It's it's all good. The gentleman who played Gimli was six Foot four tall
1: John Reese Davies is that tall
0: that's one of the things that I pulled up it might be six foot two hang on I'm looking bear with sorry six foot
1: fair enough he's a <laughs> tall dude he, he looks tiny
0: but yet he was Three foot tall in the movie uh did you know about his prosthetics
1: the the eyes and the nose um all that glue and latex gave him an allergic reaction around his eyes
0: he was allergic to latex
1: yeah and he was always like in pain like not in pain but like itch and and everything was sore all the time using that makeup. It was just brutal.
0: Now I have I have a whole bunch of trivia here. We'll go back to trivia after we get through the synopsis. Burke's sitting there going, Oh my god, after we get through the synopsis. Here's the thing, Burke. We're only two hours into a four hour show.
1: I'm fucked. There's only got a like half a page of shit left. Damn it. I'm fucked. I'm fucked.
0: I told you I prepared.
1: I know, I know. I I was I thought it was gonna be like our normal shit. Like, what'd you think of the film? And I would tell you what I thought of the film. But no. We're just changing it all up on Davis, whatever. It's all right, it's all good.
0: You know, here's
1: the thing, people.
0: Burke always thinks that I'm just kind of against him and, and do shit to fuck him up. And he's right, but I'm <laughs> never going to admit to that alive.
1: <laughs> Except when he's on drugs like he is right now (laughs) flexoril flexoril like the hell of a drug (laughs) tylenol with codeine
0: the hell of a drug dude i i sent my brother um pictures online and um i received a letter back saying that half of them were confiscated because they weren't up to ohio's standards (laughs) and so i sent an email back going but letting inmates follow you as you're putting bug killer down so that they can off it.
1: (laughs) Oh, way to go. narking at your brother. Good job, dude.
0: What? They already listened to what he said. (laughs)
1: Like, no, they didn't. Yes, they can (laughs) listen into all the conversations. You think they're gonna? Hell no. Ooh, Ooh, this is a,
0: this is red, red, grape. White claw? Ruby grapefruit. Let you yeah. holy hell, Batman. This is refreshing. Especially after 110 degrees in the yeah. Texas Sun. And an eight-hour shift.
1: Most everything is at that point. All right. So we're
0: back. We're cool. back on this movie.
1: All right. So did you ever notice how like Gandalf first says that you cannot pass? He's telling the Balrock what you can and cannot yes. do, and then, then he, he goes, "You shall not pass." pass. He's telling him what's going to happen. Yes, it's just it's just good writing, good cinematography what, all around.
0: What was what was incredible of, about that whole scene is that. Is that the ball rock looks at him and he is he is interpreting what Gandalf is saying.
2: And
0: and when when he says you shall not pass, it screams at him. It's saying, fuck you, dude. I am coming and I will eat you. Yeah. And I I just it it was a great moment of the film.
1: I mean, the the only bad part in that film was. That tiny bridge was a miniature, it it wasn't perfect. And granted, back then they were doing the best they could with their special effects, it looked good, it didn't look great like you could tell it was a miniature. And you're like, "Eh, I'm just gonna roll with it. Had it been done 10 years later, it would have been flawless, but it was still for the time, it was excellent. You look at it today and you're like, yeah it it could be better you know but other than that but the action and the acting totally overrode all that you you can forgive it because everything is everything else is so good yeah going on that whole scene that whole the whole section of the movie
0: uh so after you shall not pass yeah you shall not pass the ball rock falls uh, he uses his electric lasso, and, uh, flame. But yeah, and grabs a hold of Gandalf, and and this is probably the best moving moment in the show where he looks at all the people and says, "Don't be a fool, run!" No, no, he says, "Fly, you fools!" Oh, yeah, he says, "What?
1: Fly, you fools!" I thought it was run, you fools. No, nope. it's fly, Anyways. you fools. And then he gets sucked down, and and Frodo freaks the fuck out. Well, in their and they're all lines, trying to run down to help him, and they're and like Beowulf is going, he's grabbing them all, going, "There's nothing we can do. This is he's this done. is beyond us. We got to get the f out of here."
0: So, it it was very interesting. Uh how aragorn switched from i mean he turns into he turns into a, a leader i mean he's he's like get them up we yeah. have to go
1: yeah they're outside and he's like you know we we got to make it to the forest before the night falls otherwise these orcs are going to pour out of these i mean mines Borom- and kick our ass
0: boromir like uh let them mourn. Yeah, yeah. Let them
1: grieve. Give them a moment to mourn. Yeah. It's like, no, we gotta and, go.
0: And it's like, no. We we have to roll.
1: And and Frodo, like at the at, at the end of that scene, they're like, you know, Frodo, hello, Frodo. And Frodo turns around, and I think Peter Jackson said something to the effect of I want total devastation in your look or total defeat or something that effect, like make me feel completely defeated with whatever look you give me. And he, he pulls it off. I mean, he was still kind of a young actor at that point in time, but does a phenomenal job.
0: And yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I know. He, he, he Here's the so. Strider Aragorn literally becomes the leader of the group. Yep, and he pushes them forward with Legolas's help to get them to Lothorion.
1: Yes, Lothorium. yes. I uh, think you're this right.
0: This is this is Kate Blanchett's. Land. Yes. Now, Kate Blanchett is is an elf, but she's a high elf,
1: with and she is one of the three elf and ring bearers. Also, yes. So,
0: so she has she she has well Arwen's father is one. Mm-hmm. She is one, and I can't remember who the third one was. I
1: want to say. L- the leader uh, we see it in the hobbit the guy that is legolas's king i think is the third one so they head to lot
0: which is major major magical
1: oh yeah it's like all forest elf like yeah oh it is it's it's gorgeous it is absolutely gorgeous kate blanchett
0: kate blanchett's character is actually able to to telepathically talk to mm -hmm. people which freaks frodo out in a way yeah a little bit yeah um so frodo and and her have a moment he um,
1: offers her the ring. Well, we, I,
0: we, he sees the future in yeah. in the bowl, or
1: multiple futures.
0: Multi, what can happen? Yeah. Well, what was it that she said? She said, "What, what could happen? What can happen? And what will happen?" Yeah, are all the three things that can can be seen in this bowl. So you never know which one it is um he sees the devastation
1: of the world well he sees the devastation of the Shire in particular yeah.
0: and and she 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 I mean she's just sitting there she sees the same thing as him so he he goes to a point where he where he literally almost
1: offers the ring to her oh he does he he offers it to Gandalf he offers it to her and
2: this task was appointed to you and if you do not find a way no one will
1: and at the end of this film I believe he actually offers it to Aragorn he does yeah And they all turn him down, thank goodness, for different, very different reasons. The thing
0: with the Aragorn one, it's it's not at the end of the film. He, it's at the, well, it's at the end of the Fellowship of the Rings. Right, right, right. They're, they're this is where the Fellowship breaks up.
1: Yeah. I, we can't talk about Well, Yeah, that. we're not there yet. Okay. So anyway. Uh,
0: so he goes through the Lothlorian incident.
1: And, and, and I, I, I absolutely love her realization of what the ring would do to her. And she turns into this horrible, terrifying, all will fear me and I, love me and I
0: become almighty. And yeah,
1: it, it's a gorgeous bit of cinematography and CGI. And, yeah, I, I absolutely love that scene but, to death.
0: But it was, it was okay in in real i don't want to say in reality here here's the thing it's 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 almost like the elves are the i don't want to say the smart ones they're just they're realistic
1: and they, well they they live so long they've been around so long they have a lot of wisdom to them they
0: they know they know what has to happen to that ring yeah and, and even though she wants that power she sits back and realizes that's that's not her
1: that's not her place that that would just bring ruin on everyone yeah
0: so so anyways they finish their little trip to lothlorian get a couple of gifts from her including
1: cloaks pins pins of vial a vial of light a couple of hairs from her head for Gimli, which is not truly in the original movie, but it is Correct. in the book and it is in the extended version of the movie. Yes. Uh what else? I think that's about it. I think that's it. The boats. The well, they did get and the, the limbus and, and the limbus bread.
0: And the lembas bread. And for anyone who has been in the navy and knows what uh uh, TVs? Uh, no, no there, There's a There's a cracker that tack, they have tack, tack bread Tack bread
1: Which is actually um, from uh, That's from Like hundreds of years ago It's tack yeah, bread
0: It's unleavened bread that is made And it will last forever And uh, whenever we do our Civil War reenactments I usually make a stew with it in it.
1: Yeah,
0: it's nasty. <laughs> All right. So they end up leaving in boats and head down while the Urukai are following them. Mm-hmm. Legolas is the only one that realizes that they're being followed.
1: He can kind of hear them, feel them, whatever. He gets- and, then, and then they come to the twin statues. The
0: oh my gosh, that whole cinematography thing. I mean, I know it's all CGI.
1: I but, don't care. It but, is fucking gorgeous. But you're it going is,
0: across the lake, and you've got these two huge
1: statues
0: just reaching out, and you're like, oh my, gosh. holy crap!
1: Oh no, it, it is stunning. It, it's just absolutely even to this day. That is just a stunning bit of cinematography. I don't care who you are.
0: So we're going through, and the advice that was given to him by Kate Blanchett of not trusting anyone kind of comes to
1: fruition here. Yeah, yeah. She tells Frodo not to trust anyone. Yeah. Now,
0: and and she makes a point of saying Boromir will betray you.
1: She's seen into his heart, yep. and he he even like when he's like telepathically linked, like has to like avert his eyes because he knows but she knows. This is that he's weak.
0: Yeah, he he basically is out getting firewood, and he meets up with Frodo and tries tries to take the ring it's almost like he is not himself this is the power of the ring over humans yes and what was what was very very unique to me with this is that vigo mortensen's character was not drawn in by the ring
1: he was tempted but, but not, he not like resisted
0: Yeah it Not like Boromir So So we go through the Boromir thing At that point in time The Urukai attack
1: Brodo knows he has to break up The group He and has so, to go about it uh, He has to leave them and go yeah. On his own
0: Okay, wait. Boromir attacks. The Yurkai have not attacked yet. He meets up with with Vico Mortensen, Aragorn, and offers Aragorn the ring. He's like, Would you take it? And holds his hand out. Mm -hmm. And Vico, in a very calm fashion, walks up and closes his hand, which I thought was fucking phenomenal. Just great. A great way of, of, of making Aragorn a king. He just, he doesn't, Aragorn wants that power, but he also knows that.
1: He can't wield it. Yeah. So,
0: that kind of leads into the battle.
1: The uruk catch up. The Eru and and, and, and and Aragorn shows what a total badass he really is. It's a it's another great. Uh, there's some. Uh, it's amazing that in the first film there are so many good battles, and this is another one. Now, John, on. in this battle sequence, and I'm going to take this out of order a little bit. Um, Sean Bean's character, uh, Boromir, gets shot number of times by arrows from I don't remember the big bad Urukai's name, but like the boss bad guy. The third arrow is actually the arrow that splits the Horn of Gondor. And you can see it in the movie, if you look closely enough, which then ties into the second movie. Okay. And then there's another bit where that same boss, Urukai, is fighting Aragorn, and he throws a it's like a big knife, like a kukri or something. Yeah. And Aragorn just takes his sword and whacks it aside. Totally unscripted, totally accidental. The Urukai guy did not mean to throw it like straight at his face. Aragorn just was, you know, Vigo Mortensen was such a badass in his role. He just smacked it out of the air with his sword. And they kept it in the film, which is awesome. I'm
0: trying to look up
1: the name of. The main urukai. The main urukai. Uh, I don't know
0: which. When I see his picture, I'll know. Okay, wait. Orc, orc, orc urukai alerts now. He was an uh, I I don't want to say a, a black guy, but he was. He might have been. He was. Um,
2: I'm I'm looking.
0: It wasn't Philip Greaves.
1: Skirmish fought at Amon Hen between the Fellowship, the Ring, Force, and Archive. I can't find it. Anyway.
0: I I can't find it anyway. Um I can't Oh there it is Lutz Lutz,
1: Lutz. okay it was him Okay
0: Lawrence Makor. Yes That was that was Our guy Um And he is the one that That pulls The The uh Bow and arrow and shoots Boromir. I think he shoots them five times. Yeah. Before
1: Boromir actually dies. Um that guy was in Die Another Day. Yes. He did I know that?
0: That was a very moving moment with Boromir and Airborn. Oh, yeah.
1: And
0: and when we go into Return of the Kings, it that will be very significant with with aragorn dealing with boromir's dad
1: oh yeah (laughs) that's a whole other skin of worms there that's that's a huge can of worms yes all right
0: so so during this whole thing the
1: halflings are taken well no you're talking about mary and pippin were taken yes by the uruk because they didn't know who? Which one was... Who, who was the one that the bad guys wanted? They were just like, well, you bring the halflings. They're like, okay, there's a what couple did, halflings.
0: What did Saruman say? Bring me the halflings. Yeah. So, they were bringing all of them. Now, Merry and Pippin sacrificed themselves to let Frodo and Samwise Gamgee Escape.
1: Get away, yep. Which is like a really great character arc for them because they were like stupid, carefree and along this whole movie they they realize there's something bigger going on here and, and I think we need to help. And that grows in the next couple films for both of them. Yes. And then yeah because this whole movie sets up a number of story arcs frodo accepting his duty to carry the ring yes aragorn accepting his bloodline marion pippin accepting that they are in a war yes not only for all of middle earth but for the shire which that it really impacts them more than anything else
0: yeah. um So, yeah, there's, there's a, I only have 10 minutes to finish getting through this movie and then we have to go go to our stuff. Um, so, sorry,
1: you have to speed up. Uh, You can take all the time you want, just don't pass out.
0: Okay, so, so the fight continues and, uh, Frodo. Tries to get away. Tries to get away. He knows he has to do this job on his own. Yep. And Samwise Gamgee follows him.
1: Yeah. He yeah, Frodo jumps in the boat, starts rowing across the river, and Samwise. Go back,
0: is- Samwise. Go back. Yeah. <laughs> I made a promise. I made a promise to protect you. Yep. And that, that... like,
1: I know he says, I know you have to do this alone, but you're not doing it without me, okay. which is a great line. I and am. That, I am not. You, a... you got to admit in this movie, Sam is actually the hero of this whole movie.
0: Oh my gosh. I What I was just about to say is I'm not a Sean Astin fan
1: yet. Uh, his okay. character was the f- hero of this movie,
0: his movie, Rudy. Oh, yeah. A lot of people loved it. Okay, great. I hated it. It's all right. He's a pussy. <laughs> uh, sorry. He is. In this movie, I wanted to hate
1: him. And, and I you couldn't. couldn't. <laughs> he all jumps right. in a river. Damn well knowing he can't swim. Because he's going to protect. He drowns. He drowns. Trying to protect his friend. No, it's great.
0: Uh, 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 fucking bastard.
1: Bastard. <laughs> yeah. hate you got to love him because you hate him. And you hate him because you love him. I haven't liked him since Goonies. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like, but even, you know, he that's... Even, and look, the funny thing is like he tells Frodo after they meet up with the elves that they should go home. Yeah. and And they're like, oh, okay, yeah. But his purity and his loyalty to Frodo, to keep him on the path, is really the like that. That's the driving force at the end of this movie,
0: right? It's it's the
1: weird. Uh, it's, you, you hate just, him, I know. You hate him. You do. Get.
0: <laughs> did you see him in Rudy? He's fucking annoying. <laughs>
1: But he got to kiss the girl in Goonies, so you know you got that going for you.
0: So, in the end, Samwise and and Frodo take off together. Yep. The rest of the fellowship that's left alive meet together, and 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 Legolas's face when he hears that Frodo is gone. It it's just like, okay, there's so much disappointment. Yet Aragorn takes control, looks at everyone and says, Let's go kill some orcs.
1: And Gimli is just totally in on that plan. So so you
0: finally have uh despite playing a dwarf, John Rias Davies Gimli is the Tallest of the actors who played members of the Fellowship, he is six foot one. <laughs> Knew I had that written down
1: somewhere. Okay.
0: Um, so, what what's Gimli say? Yes, let's go kill some orcs. Yes, <laughs> and and off they go. So all of a sudden, you have two storylines mm-hmm. starting in two different directions which is exactly how the next book is written yeah now with that said we're out of time we're gonna take a break we're gonna take a pee we're gonna go over everything that we just discussed figure out whether this movie well actually we're not we're not gonna figure anything out as far as shelves
1: (laughs) No, because this is this is a a whole thing
0: I still have a whole bunch of trivia left. We have gone over the entire synopsis of the movie. It only took three hours. We have one hour left, guys. Yeah. It's nine oh one.
1: Oh, yeah, we did start summer calling. Yeah, three hours. Yep, 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 yep. Okay.
0: So we have one hour left. And I got
1: like two other points to talk about but I got yeah we we okay, can talk you we're going to talk
0: you can have two other points all you want I have I am on page 30 of 124 <laughs> and it's all trivia so we can have a good time talking trivia
1: after- I can I, wait wait I have no trivia so I can like try and answer the trivia oh we're oh, in yeah. we're in yeah. like Flynn, man let's all do right, this people. thing
0: we are uh we we shall return shortly in a moment
1: all the way to reach out my You to run.
2: Oh boy. Oh boy. i over to save oh. Well, pick me up for
0: golden hand. Oh, let Oh, let tell you to run. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'm over to save Me am a got me laid a lot in the 2000s (laughs) Uh,
1: i'm sure alcohol was not involved but whatever
0: i i have i have no clue where alcohol would fit in yeah um by the way yes i i did see your note i would agree with you there there is some fun music with that group
1: I was just watching some on YouTube last night and I was like, oh, I forgot how good this shit really is.
0: Yeah, I actually have one of their albums too, so I should I should just download that crap. Alright, so we have forty seven minutes left.
1: Tons 47. of stuff to talk about,
0: man. I said we can't put this on any shelves. Because it's got to be the trilogy, all yes. together
1: to go. Yes, in. yes.
0: Now, what were what what were your I mean, what were your memorable moments from this?
1: This film is probably my favorite film of all three, and maybe it's because it hasn't gotten dark yet maybe it's because i absolutely love the shire music and frodo's theme and the the lightness and the brevity and the gandalf setting up the fireworks for the kids in in hobbiton i absolutely love this film the best of all three it doesn't have the best stuff of all three i just love this film the most of the three of them it it's it's the one that that hooked me and 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 it and, and, and got me on the crack for life on this on these three films i just i i i will if you gave me the choice of you can only watch one of these films i would choose this one to watch because i i love this mm-hmm. film the most i don't know but- why Okay. And it's not and like uh, there's such better battle scenes and other ones. There's such better emotional scenes and other ones. It's just this one just makes me feel happy, I guess, is the best way to put it. Well, this this one is the setup.
0: This one is the setup for the second movie and the third movie. And so you're, you're getting a bit of The Hobbit while... Getting a bit of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And, and and this is the, I think this is the movie where you're the happiest. I mean, Frodo, Eric, these guys moving as, as one group. It's just, there's a happy point in time there.
1: Yeah. They're all moving forward. It's all, it's all, good and we're going to do good things and we're going to make changes in the world and yeah but
0: the the second movie is so dark
1: and and, and honestly the second book is really nothing than they're walking they're walking they're walking they're walking
0: (laughs) anybody that reads the second book first will
1: never no, don't do it. For God's sakes, do not read the second book first. It will kill your love for this now, movie.
0: Now, Peter Jackson did a fabulous job with the second movie of making it dark enough to where you were interested in what was going mm-hmm. on. You have the trees. You have all
1: and of he, And we'll talk about the second movie obviously in the next one, but he did change the the, the books compared to the movie versions. Yeah. To to make it more palpital, uh palatable. Palatable. Yeah. It, 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 as movies go, it was a better choice to, like, take some of the third book and put it in the second book, in the second movie. But, yeah, we'll get there eventually.
0: And, and that, okay, I, I think that will save for the last Episode that we do, where we actually compare all yeah, three yeah. movies, because uh, I I can't compare what Peter Jackson did with this film as to what he did with the the Return of the Kings. Yeah, yeah. Because they're just they, they are so different, Burke. Oh gosh, yeah. And and honestly, if you read the books, the second book is the entire travel. From Lotharian, basically. To Mordor. To Mordor. It is boring what, as fuck. What did they do? They walked through They, rocks. Walked. they walked. They walked through a, a lake with dead people in it.
1: They walked. They walked. And they, they walked. They walked. And, they, and then they walked some more. And then they walked up a bunch of stairs. And they walked. It was. Yeah. It was. It was tough getting through that chapter because I did that. I, when they said that they were going to do this movie, wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. you, you walked the mortar?
1: Yeah, I had to walk the mortar. Yeah. No, when they, when when I heard this was coming out as a movie and I'd read the books, I was very young. But when I heard it was coming out as movies, I'm like, I got to read the books again. So I bought the book hard copy the whole nine yards and read it all the way through. And my God, that second chapter was just mind numbing. It was bad. It was bad. He, he was bad. It was bad. It's bad. It's yeah. bad. It's bad. Don't do don't, don't read that book. Cause it's bad. <laughs> uh, what, what did I just read? Uh, uh, oh a little little bit of trivia before you go into your trivia i'm right real snow was used whenever possible for yes. any of the mountain scenes um and when uh, we we totally missed the like when gandalf was running up to isengard and talking to saruman and then he goes and, and does all the bad stuff They couldn't quite fake molten metal for forging the swords, so what did they do? They got real forge smiths and real forges, and they put foundry workers in full orc makeup and costumes, and did it in real time for real. Like we just we couldn't make molten metal special effects, so we did real molten metal. I was like, god damn. You people are badass. <laughs> all right. That is everything I have. That is all my all right. notes. All right. All right. All it's right. all up to you so, now.
0: So, like I said, we're not gonna rate this. We're gonna go into trivia mode.
1: Ooh. And I'm I'm blind. So this is all and yeah, this is all good.
0: Burke knows nothing about the questions that are about to be asked. Mm-mm. So in the prologue, who was originally the person that was supposed to do the narration?
1: Was it supposed to be
0: Bilbo? Elijah Wood, Frodo Baggins. Mm, okay. Was supposed to do the original Uh, narration but it was felt that the information imparted had little bearing on the character Frodo so Sir Ian McKellen was asked to record a narration didn't know that did you
1: They did not
0: once again they did not feel that Gandalf did a good enough job so they ended up with Kate Blanchett.
1: And that is
2: spectacular.
0: Mm. Sorry, I had to suck down some suds here. The Elvish language lines spoke in the movie are not just quotes from the book. How were they derived?
1: I'm sorry, say that again.
0: The elvish language lines spoken in this movie are not just quotes from the book. They were derived from what?
1: Didn't um, Tolkien actually develop an entire language? Yes. And didn't the director and live. And somebody else actually learned that language? Yes, but
0: how did they learn it? uh, From Tolkien's son? Dialect coach Andrew Jack used recordings of J.R.R. Tolkien reading his books to guide the actors in actors and actresses in pronunciation yeah go ahead say it's awesome that's some no no it's totally awesome when Pippin is being hit with apples after asking about second breakfast (laughs) who is chucking the apples
1: I thought it was Aragorn
0: aragorn is chucking the apples at his head they had to shoot the scene 16 times to get it right (laughs) billy boyd says he believes martinson enjoyed himself immensely
1: (laughs) (laughs) so andrew jack I, i think i remember this guy's name i think we have talked about him in the past yes Dialect coach for movies and Theater I, pre- productions was, for 30 years
0: Yes, he has been a dialect coach for
1: Years but Avengers, the- Men in Black Dr. Doolittle, Solo A Star Wars Story, Thor Ragnarok, Rogue One, Renegades World's End Hansel and Gretel, Snow White Captain America, Shanghai Robin Hood, The Wolfman Sherlock Holmes the Red Baron. Oh God. Flushed away. Batman begins. Alien versus Predator. Troy. Susie Gold. Lord of the Rings Two Towers. Kate and Leopold. House. The Lost Luck. Man Part. Hillary and Jackie. Good night, Mr. Tom. Cousin Bag. Lost in space. Tomorrow never dies. The jackal. Jesus Christ. Chaplin, robin hood good lord i think we've talked about this guy before
0: we have because he worked on the avengers okay i brought him up during the
1: avengers uh, oh dear god all they list on his website all the actors that he has helped holy shit hell of a list ian bannon linda bessett sean bean graham Beckel, david beckham uh, i can't read all this oh my god it's so dense jason fleming oh my god peter o'toole uh john reese davies uh alan rickman daisy ridley oh my god it's this list goes on and on. Island Tudiak. Judas Priest. Holy cow. Yeah. This guy is the real deal. Okay. Yeah.
0: Please okay. continue. Vigo Martinson speaks three yes. languages. What three languages does he speak?
1: Common, Elvish, and. I do not know the third.
0: Okay. So, Elvish became the fourth language that he speaks. He speaks English, Spanish, and Danish.
1: Oh, he, I'm sorry. You're talking about the char- the the person. Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you were talking about the character. He My re- bad.
0: He re- he requested that the script be rewritten in Elvish. So that he could speak
1: more of his lines in Elvin. Damn. <laughs> That's a little method acting there. Holy cow. I, yeah, but I love him. Okay, we, t- <laughs> we,
0: we talked about this early. Vico Mortensen joined the movie when it was already shooting. Yes. Never having met director Peter Jackson... What was the main instigation for Martinson to take the role?
1: I don't know. I mean, obviously, if somebody offered me the role of Aragorn, I would say, fuck yeah. If it was Peter Jackson, I would say, fuck yeah.
0: Vigo Mortensen had never read J.R.R. Tolkien's books. What? Oh, come on. It was Mortensen's 11-year-old son, Henry Mortensen, who was the chief instigator in convincing Mortensen to sign on as Aragorn.
1: Oh, fuck. That's like uh, the original Dumbledore taking the role because his grandson said, you gotta do this. That's awesome.
0: All right, Vigo Mortensen did his own stunts. Yes. He also insisted on using what as a
1: weapon? A sharpened sword?
0: He would only use a real steel sword instead of a significantly lighter aluminum sword or a safer rubber sword which were manufactured for the battle scenes and stunts for this movie.
1: Good man. It's the only way you can get the heft. It's kind of like, like I know we've talked about star Wars a number of times. And the thing that sells the blasters is that they're real guns firing real rounds with real recoil and real heft. It sells it subconsciously to, To everybody that it's a real gun yeah so i totally get that
0: all right this one this one's tough oh god the computer program that was used had a name and it would make armies of cgi orcs elves and humans these digital creations could think battle and fight independently, identifying friend or foe, thanks to individual fields of vision. What was the name of the program that Weta used?
1: Uh, Nemo? Massive.
2: <laughs>
1: now, I do know a little bit of trivia. They had, they had real issues with, and this is in the second film where groups of orcs would wander off and because they didn't have like a clear, like you need to fight those guys over there. They would just wander off. They they had some real issues that they had to address in the software because like thousands of these orcs would just wander off and not fight in the big battle scenes.
0: Okay. You, 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 you brought up, a point: um, These digital creatures could think and battle independently, identifying friend or foe, thanks to individual fields of vision. Director Sir Peter Jackson's team could click on one creature in a crowd or a scene of twenty thousand and see through their eyes. Oh wow! Different species even boast unique unique fighting styles. So you're correct. There were times that this computer program would just take off, or or orcs or whatever would just go and sit under a tree yeah. <laughs>
1: instead of fighting. Yep,
0: and, and I mean this was.
1: They had a little tweaking to do to get yeah. it all to work right.
0: <laughs> there, there was a, part of the stuff that I came up with was from a an interview with Peter Jackson, mm-hmm. and he talked about all this stuff. He talked about how the program they built literally made the the individual orcs. An individual. Yeah. Now, they said that it took over seven computers to make all this happen at one time. So you've got seven computers linked together.
1: Just doing the battle sequences, not rendering anything, just doing the individual orcs of what helms deep oh christ what Was that thirty thousand orcs yes so it was seven computers just to do the battle sequence not to render it not to put it on film just to make them fight
0: all right no question here but just the point legolas's arrows in the final battle are all computer computer generated. Yeah. yeah. It would have been physically impossible for any person even the get the most gifted archer to fire off so many arrows so quickly.
1: And in the very beginning scene and it's a really beautiful bit where oh god what's his name uh the uh oh the main elf in in Laura the, oh god. Ah. And then, ah I, I can't even talk it. Never mind. We'll talk about it in the next film. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Orlando Bloom yes. did most of his own stunts. hmm What happened during the filming with Orlando Bloom?
1: let's see all three of the, oh, this is the second film this may be cheating all three of them got injuries uh did he break ribs
0: oh wait oh.
1: there it is <laughs> we'll get there <laughs>
0: Uh, Bilbo Baggins birthday cake has 111
1: candles on it. Yes. What happened? To the cake. It got upset when, uh, the took and <laughs> the other one set off the fireworks. and made the big dragon firework come down. It got turned over onto the lawn.
0: Okay. Bilbo Baggins' birthday cake has 111 candles on it, and they eventually set fire to the polystyrene cake. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) That's great. That honestly looked like a real cake with, like, fondant icing. That's awesome.
0: The orc blacksmiths shown beneath Isengard
1: Mm -hmm. are what? They are real blacksmiths. I brought this up earlier. They are real blacksmiths dressed up in orc outfits actually doing real metal smithing.
0: Okay, you are talking about...
1: Okay, you're correct.
0: hmm I am talking about the CGI version. Mm. Uh,
1: so ask that question once more then. The
0: orc... Blacksmiths shown beneath Isengard are what?
1: They're making swords and armor for the Uruk-eye. Euro-
0: they are actually the Weta Workshop staff.
1: <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's
0: awesome. Uh, when Bilbo finds the rings at the start of the movie find when Bilbo finds the ring at the start of the movie Gollum cries out my precious okay however Andy Serkis was not on set that day who made the scream uh I'll go with Peter Jackson. Dominic Monaghan stood oh, in. Oh no shit. Stood in for Andy Serkis.
1: That's the dude um No, that's that's um uh, um um the full of a took. That's Mary it's Yeah. Okay. Two sets of bag end Bilbo Baggins' house were built. Three. There was a Hobbit size, a human size, and then an outdoor. But yes, go ahead.
0: Damn it, dude. I'm only talking about the first film.
1: Oh, no, that wasn't the first film. There was an outdoor version. Okay. There was an indoor small version, and then there was an indoor human-sized version.
0: Okay, this says that there's only two. Two sets uh, of Bagan, Bilbo Bagan's house were built. One to accommodate the Hobbits, the other uh-huh. 33% smaller for the full size Ian McKellen, right down to the smaller version of the books. Yep. I'm beginning to think that my uh my trivia might be a little off. <laughs> what is the indistinctive word that Gandalf whispers to the moths when trapped in his hand on top of Saruman's tower.
1: I do not know, but if I were to guess, I would say fly. her
0: the name of the eagle that later ah. rescues him from the tower.
1: Fair enough. Did you know that Peter Jackson's children were in the birthday scene as the cute little Hobbit children. Yes, I did, and I think they also showed up in the Hobbit movies.
0: They are yes, they are listed in both the Hobbit movies and the Lord of the Rings. Yes. Uh, let's see here, Orlando Bloom. Brew- and Bloom. Orlando, Orlando, Orlando Bloom Originally auditioned for the part of Faramir hmm. A supporting character Eventually played by David Wenham uh, In the next two movies Or in whatever yeah. Yeah. He was called back and subsequently cast Instead in the more prominent role, so Orlando Bloom didn't even a didn't even audition for that role.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Um, eight of the nine members of the Fellowship of the Rings got a small tattoo. What was the tattoo that
1: they got? Christ on a crutch. It's like I've seen that bit. But it's been years ago. Um, it's not a tattoo of the ring. I want to say it's a tattoo of the saying that the the one ring to rule them all is the elvish one ring to rule them all. The
0: word that they got tattooed was nine. Spelled out in Tengwar, which is an Elvish language or Elvish script created by Tolkien. They got it at a tattoo parlor in Wellington, New Zealand to commemorate the experience of the movie. The ninth member, John Rice Davis, declined and <laughs> sent his stunt double in his place. <laughs>
1: is he is john rice davies jewish by any chance
0: you know i'm not sure about that uh yeah i'm not sure let me see here bring him up i wouldn't i don't know if i'd be surprised by that Fuck. there's my glasses
2: Wikipedia:
1: Welsh actor Sala in Indiana Jones, Untouchables, Claudius, Lord of the Rings, SpongeBob SquarePants, Hades in Justice League. Okay. All right. If he's Welsh, I kind of doubt it.
0: I I do um i think he probably just
1: refused to get it described rationalist and skeptic when it comes to religion holds christianity a high regard stating that christian civilization or a better place okay so no not not that all right maybe doesn't like tattoos oh no i don't have any
0: who who was originally cast as Aragorn?
1: Daniel Day Lewis. Stuart Townsend. No, oh, that's right. No, I, I talked about this. Yeah. Daniel Day Lewis was thought about, Russell Crowe was thought about, Nicholas Cage yeah. was thought about, but Stuart Townsend from uh The Vampire movies yes yeah he was hired and he was training but he didn't actually want to learn any sword fighting or horse riding and he didn't jive with the cast the cast didn't die with him and they eventually said yeah you're not a good well bit
0: well then you should have like gotten that correct
1: Yeah, well, I should not have Drinking so much 107 Proof bourbon either, but I did Now what?
0: After the New Zealand Premiere, director Sir Peter Jackson joined the Actors who played the Nine members of the Fellowship By getting a commemorative Tattoo Of his own What tattoo did he get?
1: I don't know. What did he get?
0: Well, everyone else got nine.
1: Right. Did he get 11? No, he got 10. No, oh, okay. <laughs> 11 would have been funnier.
0: No, but 10's pretty freaking funny.
1: <laughs> but mine goes to 11.
0: Sir Peter Jackson originally, our original plan was to exclusively hire British actors for the role of hobbits. As it turned out, Billy Boyd and Dominic Monaghan were the only British actors
1: hired. British? Uh, 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 One of them is Welsh and one of them is Irish, if I recall. I'm just reading
0: the damn shit.
1: <laughs> Sir
0: Peter Jackson's original plan was, was all to British exclusively okay. hire
1: British <laughs> actors. And that failed. That's okay. <laughs> Thank you. In
0: one, if one, in one, oh, fuck. In <laughs> one take of Buckleberry Fairy, Buckleberry Fairy. Elijah Wood overshot his jump. What happened?
1: Did he land in the water on the other side of the ferry? Thank you. (laughs) That's a hell of a jump because that was a good jump in the film.
0: So, over the 16 months of shooting, how many times were the script rewritten?
1: Oh, God.
2: 18?
0: Out of the 16 months of shooting, every day the script changed.
1: Oh, God. Holy (laughs) hell. (laughs) That's got to just, yeah, pucker your butthole a little bit. (laughs) Holy crap. Ah, what are we doing today? I don't
0: know. Najilla Dixon was the costume designer
1: for the show. Oh, brilliant shit, too. How many seamstresses did she have? Fuck, 200?
0: She had 40. Now, with those 40 seamstresses, how many costumes did they create? Oh, Christ on a crutch.
1: 3,000? 19,000. Oh, my God. You had 40
0: seamstresses create 19,000.
1: Oh, God damn. They had to have some. They, no, hold on. They had to have some, like, help.
0: <laughs> that was it. Uh, Nigella Dixon followed J.R.R. Tolkien's descriptions of the character's clothing to, a leather, to the letter. One such example is Bilbo Baggins' waistcoat, which sports brass buttons, as referenced in The Hobbit. So, Nigella actually went back through The Hobbit to create a lot of the costumes for this show i mean that's dude that's a ton of research
1: that there's the to do the math 475 individual outfits per seamstress person can you I, imagine can you oh christ on oh a crutch! can you imagine sewing 500 fucking different outfits no, God, no. I would never do it.
0: Okay. Sean Bean during <laughs> the
1: filming of River
0: Rivendale. Mm-hmm.
1: What does he swear to? One does not simply walk into Mordor. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the meme, though okay swears Wait. Here. he swears okay hold on this this is one of the funniest
0: ones that i found <laughs> you will never guess it
1: okay go ahead tell me
0: sean bean swears that he was not actually in new zealand on the day they shot the scene where the fellowship departs from rivendale oh no shit and that he must have been digitally added to the shot.
1: <laughs> yeah, when it could have done that shit, you never know.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that's what happens when you drink too much. Oh, hang on. Come here. Because this microphone won't pick it. Can you hear her? Say something. No, you have to come closer. No, oh, you have to come closer. So we're having a discussion here about wives. I
2: haven't heard anything you talked about
0: on wives. What? I
2: heard about this movie thing?
0: Okay. Can you hear me, Burke? Yeah, I can hear you, Kristen. Scott to talk. So we we we're, we're having this discussion here. Um, on how important it is to have a camera in your wife's room, so that you know when she has taken her bra off.
2: How do you feel about that? I think that that's not anyone's business about it. you knowing when you have your wife is taking her bra off.
0: Well. I don't let anyone else know.
2: Oh, and anyone else? Okay. I just
0: noticed that your boobs were hanging a second ago, and I was like, that that looks really nice. <laughs> Come to play with that. And Burke's like, do you need to go? And I'm like, yeah, I probably do. I
2: don't know why.
0: But <laughs> then I sat back, and I was like, ah, she's not going to give it to me.
2: Nah, especially not now.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Drink much?
0: um I bought white cloth for tonight how many are there
2: seven
0: no yeah, because I think I got like four more left all right Kristen thank you for interjecting and and helping us understand that after the age of 45 women do not show their groups
1: I'm back no offense but i'm not
0: you all realize that i'm never
1: getting laid again (laughs) i i I have no chance of showing or seeing (laughs) my wife's either so i mean you know no big deal
0: how are you doing
2: do you want to hear what we're saying
1: Okay. I, I'm sorry. I just, just dig your hole a little deeper there, are you?
0: I told you, man, I'll never get late again.
1: <laughs> I may have
0: to go pee here soon. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Hey, Burke. I
2: got to yeah? go
1: pee. Well, then let's take a break.
0: We'll be back. Talk to you soon. It's the cure. If you didn't I, know,
1: I, I guess that.
0: All right, people. So after we finish up the Lord of the Rings, we're gonna do a show on discussing the comeback of older classic songs into viral trends in social media. This means that Burke actually has to get into social media.
1: Oh, God.
0: Here's here's what I will say to you. This may be the show for you to bring salmon. Yes. So right after the Lord of the Rings shows, we're going to do the show. We're going to have my friend Jordan come in. So Jordan's in his 30s. Sam's in her 20s. You're in your 90s. Um, and yeah, I'm in yeah. my, like, 40s. Sure. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> 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 All right. The moth to which Gandalf whispers was born shortly before the filming day, and died soon after the scene was filmed. Really? Yes. Kind of sad. Kind of sad. During the Council of Elrond, leaves are continually falling in the background to suggest that this is a meeting that is taking place outside.
1: Were those leaves real or fake? They were real and collected by staff.
0: More than a half dozen crew members were positioned above the set, dropping leaves at various intervals. (laughs) You are correct, my friend. next yes Uh... during the council scene in Rivendell as Boromir makes his plea for the ring to be brought to Gundor the Gundor theme can faintly be heard in the Lord of the Rings the return of the Kings when the
1: characters finally reach Gundor
0: What do you hear?
1: Probably the Rivendell theme.
0: No, they actually... They actually hear the Gundor theme. But composer Howard Shore did did not plan that this... Rivendell background music would develop into the Gundor theme so essentially uh, okay this this is actually a very neat thing to see we we talked about how this movie was filmed in succession Mm -hmm. with the other films when this started that scene the Rivendell theme The Gundor theme was supposed to be for Rivendell, not for Gundor. They never planned for it to be the same theme. Interesting. Very interesting. On that note, I still have about 124 pages left. (laughs) But but it is 1009. So we've gone for four hours and nine minutes, which to me is a bit, well, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm
1: hammered. I'm feeling good. Um, any other any other cool trivia? I know you have a lot of trivia. Oh, God. Now you're going to the heavy stuff. Oh, good. I'm going straight to bourbon now. Uh <sighs> Mm. From the bottle. Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: I like it.
0: Although Frodo calls him Uncle Bilbo, Frodo is, according to J.R.R. Tolkien, Bilbo's second cousin once removed. Which is also how Pippin describes his relationship with Frodo in The Prancing Pony. Yes. Oh, God. Sorry, I had to drink
1: White Claw. White Claw to get the taste of bourbon out of your mouth?
0: No, that was not the taste of bourbon. That was the fiery pits of hell in my stomach. (laughs) Holy hell, Batman. Um, Let's see here. Liv Tyler. Oh, Liv Tyler. Mm -hmm. Had never read the books. I could see that. I could see that. When she was approached to appear in the trilogy. She... Actually, didn't read the books but boned up on Middle Earth lore prior to the filming.
1: I can see that.
0: Guess who else had not read the books?
1: Uh, Frodo,
0: Sir Ian McKellen. What really hadn't read the books when he was first approached for the project.
2: Uh,
1: Apparently, Sir Patrick Stewart was offered the role of Gandalf, but turned it down because he didn't like the script.
0: Oh, I did not know that. That's not on my trivia.
1: Um, I'm on IMDb trivia because I don't ever get on here. I'm like, I'm just scrolling down like, "Eh, okay.
0: Gollum looks different in this movie than in later installments because scheduling forced those scenes to be filmed based on an early design made before... Andy Circus was
1: cast. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That one I knew.
0: Uh during one take of the Buckleberry Farms.
1: Huge he, splinter. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm not even gonna say that then. Uh Miramax <laughs> Miramax spent fourteen million dollars to develop the project but because the projected budget the Weinstein brothers needed Disney's approval to go ahead Harvey Weinstein made the pitch for two movies with a projected budget of no more than 180 million mm-hmm. Disney's head Mark Eisner rejected the proposal wow And I like Mike Eisner, too.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, Mm. we thought... Apparently, David Bowie expressed an interest in the role of Elrond. But Peter Jackson said to have a famous, beloved character and a famous star colliding is slightly uncomfortable. Interesting.
0: Well, honestly, if you think about it, would David Bowie have stuck around for all three movies? He
1: probably would have. And let's face it, David Bowie as an high elf would not have been horrible. Mm. I kinda would've I kinda would have liked to have seen that actually.
0: If I was gonna go with a rock star or something like that, I think it would be uh uh come on the guy from the police, um Sting Sting, yeah, I think Sting would have been a phenomenal elf,
1: high elf. Yeah, not too bad.
2: Uh, you
0: know,
1: here's the thing.
0: When it comes down to it, the movie that we got was extremely good. Oh, God, yeah. We could sit here and nitpick all we want, but the movie that we got was good. It was something that you could follow. It was something that young kids could get interested in, while those of us that are older that read the books
1: still enjoyed
0: still enjoyed it i it, it did did this
1: movie get kids to read again i would say so maybe not as much as we would like but I, I absolutely think that some kids went wait a minute this is a book i have to read this shit Yeah, I absolutely think that is absolutely true.
0: 2001 was a year that was phenomenal for kids because you had them reading Tolkien. You had them reading Rawlings' Harry Potter.
1: Yes. Oh, God, yes.
0: You had a huge surge in the world of reading which i don't think we've seen since no no you have not seen movies move and motivate people to go read a book lately i mean i what was the last one
1: uh uh the 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 lightning thief uh maybe but that's a stretch.
0: Was it what was the vampire one? Um, uh,
1: interview with the vampire.
0: No, 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 no. Uh,
1: no, that was it. That was
0: no, no, no. The, the... Mm,
1: come on,
0: it was with Robin Patter Pattinson. Are you talking about Twilight?
1: Yes, you know, those books sucked.
0: Okay, that's great. I, I'm saying that that's the only thing that we've had after
1: this. Yeah, true. Yeah, I when mean, did uh, when it when did Interview with the Vampire come out?
0: That was long before. Yeah, that was before this.
1: That was, that was 1994 1990s.
0: film. Yeah. So Anne Rice wrote that long before this. Yeah, that was a good sign. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, all right. Is there anything else? Uh, okay, just tell me right now, and then we'll go into our conclusion. <laughs> what? What do you think of this movie?
1: As I said before, of all the three films, this is my favorite. It's the most innocent. It has uh, some of the best uh, musical cues, some of the best cinematography. There are things i love about the second and third film that cannot compare to this one but this holds a very special place in my heart um i i adore this film to death this is much like the original star wars film is it the best one maybe not but it fills me with joy i love this film i love watching this film if you said oh we're you have a choice between three of these films to watch tonight what do you want to watch i want to watch this one so i yeah i absolutely adore this film
2: hmm. how about you
0: This, uh, the trilogy, this movie, out of the three, it's okay. This is where this is a little bit weird.
2: Why do you say that?
0: Um, as far as the books go, Return of the King is my favorite. Okay. As far as the movies go, The Fellowship of the Rings is my favorite. Yeah. And and I think that Peter Jackson did a fabulous job of skirting around different things that were in the book. There were some things from other books that were brought into this movie and it it actually made it made the movie better. You you had some insight into what was coming up. Yeah. And that's I I think Peter Jackson did a phenomenal job with this movie. There was a bite. Now as far as all of the Democrat or all of the numbers go There wasn't a bite.
1: No, this is the worst of the three. Return of the Kings.
0: Yeah, Return of the Kings was the best out of the three. I, I don't agree with that. And I honestly think that people purchase trilogies. And. And. With purchasing that, you're going to end up falling in love with The Fellowship of the Kings because this is the setup for all the movies that are out there.
1: And This one was nominated for 13 Academy Awards. Didn't get but one. It, no, no. It won for Best Cinematography, Best Makeup, and Best Original Score. And best visual effects, so it got four.
2: Okay.
1: Now we have to wait till number three to hit the big one, but yeah. it was well worth the wait.
0: So let, let's do a little chat here. No, okay. I have I have a little bit of time left. Nah,
1: I got nowhere to go.
0: Um, let's talk about our
1: musical director. Oh god. I have no notes on him, but damn. All My right, boy I,
0: Howard. I'm I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions and see where you go. All right. Um have you heard of a gentle gentleman named uh John Williams?
1: Uh, the, the name's vaguely familiar. I he's mean, done a couple things. Yeah, it, whatever.
0: He's he's not a big guy. He's only done Star Wars, the yeah, the Olympics.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, whatever. You know, he
0: he's done a few things. Um, then there's this guy named Hans
1: Zimmer. He's done a couple little things. Yeah, whatever. He
0: he's not big either.
1: Nah, whatever, yeah, whatever. Um, here's.
0: What excited me about this guy is that all three movies, just like John Williams, just like Hans Zimmer, they all had the same music through it in different variations for different moments. So you had this recognition to the show. So you yeah. had this recognition yeah. all the way through the trilogy of the same music.
1: Yeah, Howard Howard is great at taking a piece of music for a place. He's also great for taking a piece of music and attaching it to a character. He is also great for taking a piece of music and attaching it to a moment and then he can take those motifs those themes those little tidbits and work them into another scene he could take the nazgul theme or motif and blend it with Uh, an elven motif or a hobbit motif you always knew where you were what was going on and who the characters were just by the musical cues and he set those all up in this film and then played on those for the rest of the two films beautifully it's just—it's a great, great. I—I uh, I, I can't see it's a piece of music. I can't see it's. I—I I don't even know what to call this. It's—it's—it's it's, it's a whole symphony of themes and 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 bits and whatever, but he blends them all so seamlessly, and you can, you can take two radically different themes and bits and put them together and you know exactly what's going on it's 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 fabulous it 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 comes okay randy edelman
0: one of my favorites as far as uh uh musical um direction goes he actually he did a he did a movie called gettysburg and i just i've fell in love with him because he followed the script and that's what happened in this movie Mm -hmm. and he actually took that script to the next movie just like john williams just like edelman just like hans zimmer uh i just i i thought the music in all three movies was phenomenal. Yep. And I I I don't think I could compare him to anyone else. But but the great John Williams. So, uh, yeah. I think the music was important for this oh, entire gosh, project. Yeah. MDB 7.6 out of 10. Pardon? They're ranking him as 7.6 out of 10. As far as uh composers? Composer?
1: Yeah. That's some high praise there, damn it. Mhm. Well,
0: on that note, I think we've discussed this movie enough uh we gotta go to the next movie after this
1: yes
0: the two towers it gets dark yeah it's awesome but the fact is okay he did a great job of taking a shitty book and turning it into something we're walking we're walking.
1: We're oh, walking. yeah, that's true. We're walking. Well, he pulled a little from the first book and a little from the third book into the second movie to make it good. And he did take some liberties, but for a cinematic experience, he kind of had to. And it really worked well. Oh yeah yeah. Um, yeah, there's some great stuff in the second movie. Oh my God.
0: I hope that people uh understand that I went in depth with this with this dive into this. I think I had to. I think we had to.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, this this is our behind the bar in the glass box top shelf we're we're gonna pontificate and please forgive us but damn this is some good stuff
0: that's um we uh, damn this does not happen a lot um and uh wait i think this is this is the first movie that we've gone behind the box, or I mean, the box behind the counter. Yep. Uh,
1: and we're yeah. gonna gush a lot,
0: so, so yes, we will gush.
1: We'll be happy. <laughs> um,
0: I want to thank everyone for for being a part of this. Please go to the Davis and Davis show even though we don't update it
1: uh there's a little bit of updates there we got some new booze and we got some new pictures
0: uh is there anything else we need to discuss about the fellowship of the rings
1: nah, it's, just, it's just awesome that's it This This is awesome.
0: Where the hell are we going? If you've
1: never seen the film, dear God, go watch this film. Oh, my gosh, people.
0: Next week. Next week, you have the same thing. We have the two towers next week. Yeah. Uh, So everyone remembers everything that's going on. Uh, Ohio. I'm going to be in Ohio.
1: Putin Bay, baby.
0: What the hell's the name of that place?
1: Putin Bay? Commodore's
0: Escape. I uh, what it uh <laughs> Retreat. Oh, it's Commodore's Retreat. <laughs> Alright, so so we will be at Commodore's Retreat. Which is the the hotel with the big pool bar.
1: Oh good.
0: From September twentieth until September twenty-fourth. Sounds about right.
1: Something like that. I don't know. Come on out. And down Canton after that.
0: We'll be in Canton. Nobody'll know where. You guys wanna see us? Come to Put Bay.
1: Come to Putin
0: Bay. Go to the race. Have a good time. Stay at Commodore's Retreat or whatever the hell it is.
1: Yeah, we'll hook up. Have a good time.
0: Uh they they aren't paying us yet, so I'm not gonna say their real name. <laughs> but please come on out see us. Come join the live broadcast. From whatever hotel room we're in. Yeah.
1: sixty nine, sixty nine. 69. I don't know. Oh,
0: holy shit. It's going to suck for them.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. On that note, Davis Don't miss it. Do you have anything else, Bert?
1: I'm spent. Uh, that's it. That's it. I'm I done. You, I thought you'd be speechless. I I, 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 I can't talk no more. I'm, I'm done.
0: <laughs>
1: Y'all have a great night, and we'll talk to you soon. Woo! Bye-bye, everyone.